Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm chatting with Lisa all about how to avoid mismatched design by understanding your seasonal brand personality. Lisa helps us understand and explains what mishmash design is, how we can find our brand's season, and how to use that information to tie all of our brand collateral together. I'm so excited for this show because I learned so much and Lisa is a joy to speak with, and I know you guys are going to pick up a ton of great tips. So a little bit about Lisa before we get started is that she is the owner of Alette Studio, a strategic branding studio for wedding pros, coaches, and lifestyle entrepreneurs who want to make meaningful connections with their customers. So let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Lisa, can you say hi to everyone? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I can't wait to to talk about this. We're going to be talking about an interesting topic and one that we haven't talked about before. We're, we're going to be chatting about um, ways to avoid mismatched design and understanding your seasonal brand personality, which I had never heard of before I saw your pitch. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's been something that's percolating. I want to say that it started um, over across the pond in the UK, and it's sort of making its way over here with some of the brand strategists. And I think that it's a really cool tool to understand design, which is so hard, I think, to start out with. So hopefully it'll make it kind of clear for everyone. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm super pumped. But before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started? Of course. So again, my name is Lisa Ihara. I'm the owner and artist of Alette Studio. Um, I am a strategic brand designer. And what I do is I help entrepreneurs grow their business by getting them to stop hiding behind generic design and branding and instead make an emotional connection with their customers through branding that looks like them and no one else. Um, I have a corporate background, so I'm an MBA turned artist. um, And I had built this really exciting, you know, digital marketing career that I was super proud of. I mean, I have my brag worthy pinnacle moment is running digital marketing strategy for Disney and their e-com business. So again, I like to throw that around because I feel like, oh my God, like that was the moment that I felt like, you know, I've really made it with this. But um, as I was pursuing that, I had always been creative, but saw it kind of like a side hustle, right? And a hobby, not really a career. I think that's something that maybe resonates with some of us too. We tend to sort of think that with um, our creative pursuits. But when um, I turned 30, dating myself here, I had sort of a healthy dose of DGAF and kind of just said like, you know, go for it, like gift it this to myself. I'm going to bleed some money into this, start a business and, you know, see where it kind of goes from there. And I started out working as a stationer actually in the wedding um, biz. So that's kind of why the wedding pro wedding photographer is sort of a place that feels really close to my heart. It's sort of my home base and my community. And um, as I continued to make friends and started working with wedding pros, it kind of naturally evolved into this branding business that it is now because I felt so passionate working with um, these people that I loved and thought was so talented. And 
as I was kind of thinking that, oh my goodness, um, you know, my background is wasted, but it sort of came together like a scavenger hunt of sorts. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so interesting. Oh my goodness. That's great. So, so how long has it been since you went, since you started? So this is going to be my sixth year since starting and five years doing it full time. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. I love that. Oh, I love a good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump in. Let So I need to ask because I literally do not know. I went to, I went to SVA and I have a degree in graphic design. So this is very Ooh. interesting to me, mm-hmm. but you know, can you explain what mishmash design is? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people may, um, you know, describe it differently. I sort of say, oh, you know, mishmash, hodgepodge, Frankenstein's monster, if you will, (laughs) of design. It's essentially, you know, what I do see often when folks are sort of trying to do it themselves, which is there's nothing wrong with that, right? Especially in the beginning, I feel like we have such a connection and ownership of our company um, and our business that we kind of want to do everything ourselves, which is totally natural. But um, what we fall into with design, I feel like is, you know, as we're kind of pulling different elements of DIY design that's made up of, you know, maybe templates that you bought off of Etsy and creative market and from this other person or, you know, graphics and elements that you're using for free from Canva, um, it kind of all comes together and you're trying, you know, your best to keep it consistent, but somehow it kind of feels all over the place Mm -hmm. um, is what I would call mishmash. Um, And one way that you can sort of see whether you're falling into that is, you know, when you look at all your designs in one place um, on your desktop or print everything out, laid out. And if it all feels like you, or if it could belong to different people and it is kind of interchangeable, maybe you're falling into that mishmash design place. Um, or worse yet is when it kind of looks like it came from all these different places. Um, yeah. Then you kind of know that, oh, okay, like I don't have this cohesive, you know, a narrative thread of design going through all of my stuff. Um, yeah. And one way that you can sort of combat that is when you just know what to look for makes a difference, even if you're not designing it yourself. Oh, well, that's a good question. What what should we look for? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where the seasonal personality comes in, where think about it almost like what elements to keep cohesive and what to look for, right? When you're looking at a graphic or a template or, you know, creating something that's your design. So these are intangibles, like what's the feeling of it? What's the vibe, which is so, so hard, but, you know, we talk about that all the time and then visual things, right? Like what should your photos look like? What does the lighting look like? You know, what kind of graphics are they? They have, do they have straight lines? Do they have curved lines? Like all of those things actually um, contribute to the overall feel of a design. So as you're kind of keeping your branding cohesive, you can then look for like colors and fonts and all of that, that fall into one of the four seasonal brand personalities so that you can make sure that, you know, even if you're buying different parts or different graphics, at least they're all within the same season and it's going to feel very, very sort of curated. Yeah. Gosh, I love this. It's already like have me thinking about other things, you know, because I think people get, you know, our listeners who are wedding photographers who are just starting out, they like throw together a logo, they buy it from Mm -hmm. someone, they do a template, and then they get a website from another person who's another template. And I feel like, at least for myself, like it took me almost three years to one, figure out my photographic style and like Mm -hmm. who my ideal client was. And then Mm -hmm. I was able to go back and 
sort of create a, you know, like what I wanted it to look like, but it took me a while. Do, do you find that to be true? Yeah, hundred percent true. And, you know, I, I know that the message out there is like, oh, you know, branding, branding, you have to get your branding straight, like right now. But I think to your point too, um, when you're also still developing your style, I feel like it could be so paralyzing, say that you invested in a brand and you're like, oh, this is, you know, the look that I have to go with, like, and you're not able to grow. I think that would do like so much damage to your business. So in that beginning part, when you are still, you know, honing in on both your photographic style, as well as your branding style, it's okay to keep changing. And when you know what to look for, and when you know how you're changing, I think that you can do that very organically in a way that still feels professional. Like, you know, it's really hard, obviously, to try to do it like a professional, but at least it could look professional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that this idea of, you know, knowing what buckets each design might fall into and sort of that general flavor of things would definitely help you do that um, in a way that, you know, you could take um, take it into your own hands and that's totally, totally fine. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay. So now we know what mishmash means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now I understand. So how do we kind of avoid this? Uh, mm -hmm. by understanding our seasonal brand personality. I'm so interested in what that means. Yeah. Okay. So we can kind of, so that we're not like putting this shroud of mystery around what is it? Um, <laughs> let's kind of go into what that, <laughs> explain what it is. Um, where So it's taking cues from nature, right? To establish the four personalities that all design can fall into. So if anyone's familiar with the personal color, like if ever you've gotten um, a color consultation from someone, um, you'll notice that they use seasons as well. So this is kind of a common sort of grouping of things. Um, and what it is, is it when you keep it within a season, it all feels like it belongs, even if they're technically pulled from different places. So if you think of, you know, a store like Target or Amazon, which is like, you know, a bunch of stuff versus a boutique, there's a specific point of view. And you're able to do that with the seasonal brand personality because you're essentially bringing in like a visual language, right? Like being able to put into words and articulate these visual design elements that are so hard to, I think, explain sometimes besides being like, oh, it's pretty, right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's so hard to do that. Um, so if we're cooking and, you know, like, oh, Italian, you know, that it's basil, oregano, tomatoes, just throw all of that and call it a day. But if soy sauce comes in, you know that, okay, that's not in my lane. And that's what you could sort of do with this. So um, to go through the four seasons really quickly is spring is all about sort of this creative, energetic, you know, bright, um, it's light and fresh colors. If you guys ever go to my Instagram, my uh, seasonal brand personality is spring. So you could kind of sort of get a feel there. Summer is the romantic, elegant, classic. These are muted, soft colors. Um, I think if you're a wedding photographer starting out and you kind of don't know which direction to go yet, I think this is a really great place to start because it's sort of got that quintessential, you know, wedding aesthetic, right? It's the, mm -hmm. the pretty, pretty, um, hazy lighting, like all of the things. Yeah. Um, then we have autumn, which is, I think, the easiest one to recognize because that whole like pumpkin spice latte and boots and flannel thing is like <laughs> something that we all recognize, right? It's, it's so easy. We all know it, like the back of our hands. So it's rich, friendly, authentic, like all of those things that we um, 
know and love about autumn. And then there's winter. It's edgy, polished, it's bold. It's all about sort of contrast and glam and neon and just like like the cool girl vibe. This is the season that we'll be wearing like leather jackets to um, their brand photos and stuff. So that's kind of the um, four season quickly. I think as we're even talking about it, you probably can pick out certain people, certain brands that fall into that. And it it's pretty um intuitive i feel like but just not a way that maybe um we've thought about design before yeah no i love it it's a new way to think about it and i'm like well, what am i i feel like i'm either a spring or a summer <laughs> yeah i think so too and that's the fun part as you get sort of better at this you kind of borrow elements from both of them so i was going to say that you're definitely summer too but you're not like just pretty pretty you also have this sort of energy so you do a really good job of bringing in some of the elements from spring to balance out the oh so prettiness of summer and bringing in um some of that funness um yeah. for spring yeah oh, thank you oh that's good to know yeah. <laughs> so you know now that we know what that is like mm. what a seasonal brand personality is and we've got the four sort of quadrants now like yeah why should we even care about this you know how does this affect our branding and our marketing and and what we project into the world yeah so once you know what season you're in and where you want to go you know that allows you to root in that season as a differentiator of yours right so when we're talking about branding which i think has become one of those buzzwords that everyone kind of throws around and maybe hadn't really thought to define it or think about it really like what it actually is mm -hmm. branding is you know, it's just a way for you to make a distinction for yourself, right? To make yourself unmistakable um, within your market. And I think with wedding photographers, especially, that's such a big topic because a lot of times, like, we we can feel like the market is so saturated. Like, oh my God, I'm like the 175th wedding photographer in my <laughs> city even. And when you're in there, I think that branding could be this really strong tool where you um, think it's a process where you think about, you know, what is it about me that's different? You know, what is it about my business that's going to bring something that's unique to my customers? And that's sort of what branding forces you to do because it forces you to put together a strategy around what makes you unique and different in the market. And then marketing, right? It's essentially just um, a way of communicating your branding. And that's why branding strategy really should be at the core of everything that you do. And it should inform all of your other strategies, right? So if you know what's different about you, and if you know um, what you want to put out into the world, then you'll know how to talk about it through your marketing, right? And then you also then know how that translates into your social strategy. You'll also know how, what kind of customer experience you need to give because you know what's different about you and what's unique about you. You want to have your customers experience that and that kind of thing. And it kind of just bleeds into everything else. Yeah, I love that. So, so maybe some people are listening and like having a little heart palpitation and they're like, oh my God, this is like a lot. <laughs> I know. Or maybe they're looking at their site right now and they're like, this is such a mismatch. Like how do people go around fixing this? Like how can you maybe break it down and like mm -hmm. bite-sized bites, good content that yeah. people can either one, hire you, hire a, a professional, like can they do it on their own? I would love to like hear your thoughts about that. 
Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so if you are having, you know, heart palpitations, <laughs> take a deep breath. You're okay. This is totally fine. Um, and I want to say, you know, it's it's definitely not a way to scare someone into thinking that they need someone else. You can to- you've built this, and you can totally fix this too. Um, and I would say that the easiest way to kind of go through it, because as photographers, like you guys have a leg up because you can lean into your photos to be the guide. I think with a lot of other service providers, they're like, I don't even know what my look is going to be, right? Because they have nothing that is visual to work with. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I say a lot when it comes to brand identity, which is you know all of the graphic assets that come with your branding design, photos are one of the most important part of that. And the fact that that's your work and that's your bread and butter means that just let that guy be the lead, right? Let that guide you through. Like, think about your photographic style and all of the seasonal personalities that I kind of listed out. Like, are your photos bright and fun like spring or muted and dreamy like summer? Is it warm like autumn, right? Like, you kind of get an idea of your photographic style matching up with that season. And you know that that's the direction for you to go, right? Um Another thing that you could sort of think about too is as you're editing, like, are there colors that you punch up or that you tone down? And, you know, again, that's another part of branding color that you're already working with. So all of these things you already intuitively know, you kind of just have to sit down, look at your photos and really let your work that maybe you've just been geniusly and intuitively doing without really thinking about it, like tell you which direction you should be going in. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Just build your brand around that. Yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, what I shared before, it took me, it took me a while to figure out my style, my colors, my medium, you know, and how I was going to be happy as an artist. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like once I found my zone of genius, I was like, this is who I am. This is who I want to attract. And this is what I want to keep doing. And then the branding came after that. But I will say like, would what about looking at other brands for inspiration? Like, would you, are there seasonal bigger brands? Like, do you feel like that, is that true? Yeah, I think so. Every, so every brand would have um, a season. So when I'm thinking of like winter, right? Sephora, like easy, they have that black and white, you know, it's really polished and glam. Um, You can look at other brands and look for, you know, what they're sort of doing. But I think because, when we're DIYing something, I do always try to say that simple design is actually better than bad design, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of trying to see, you know, what other big brands who have, you know, crazy budgets to hire like an army of digital graphic designers (laughs) making stuff, you can just really um, focus in on what you know, what you're good at, and keep things consistent. So the fourth, the only four things that you need to make something consistent are your photos. Again, you're good. Um, The colors, uh, consistent font series. So just two fonts and stick to it. And then your logo, just slap that around everywhere. And as long as you have those four, even if you don't have any other graphics associated with it, your stuff is going to look really, really cohesive again, because you guys have amazing photos. So you, it's like, it's like a little cheat um, that you have going. I love that. Yeah. And what, you know, I think another thing that we talk about on the show often is like styled shoots or like, mm-hmm. you know, creating content to fit your brand. Like what if 
you know, you're a new photographer and you're like, but I don't, I don't have my style yet. Or, or maybe yeah. you just found out your style and, mm -hmm. or you just figured it out. And then you don't have the con enough content to like for your site or for your Insta, you know, in the photography community, people do a lot of styled shoots, but, and I have very mixed feelings about these, but I feel like if the sole purpose is to create content for your site and your socials because you have found your seasonal brand personality and you know where you want to be like i feel like that is the perfect way to create this content yeah and it kind of has the mood board already um built into it right because you already know like what kind of feeling you want i think i've been a part of a couple style shoots where um someone would come to me and be like okay well we're doing this with like no vision really mm -hmm. or a direction and that's yeah. so hard to rally around other vendors um to help you with but if you know you know what your seasonal brand personality is and that's sort of the look that you're going for then all of the other vendors who are part of that too will have this sort of vision and north star to go for right and to create that um look for you so i think that that would be a really really great place to start um um, as you're kind of uh, planning that around that. Yeah, I love that. I feel I love the having that North Star. Like once you know your your brand personality, you you can if you are the creator of a styled shoot, like a planner or a photographer, you can bring in the right people who fit in that in that personality. To, so you know the end product is going to be what you had been envisioning. Of course, mood boards help too. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And you're kind of doing a service to all of your friends that you're bringing in too, right? Because if you know that that's their brand also, right? If you're kind of saying like, okay, my season is the spring season, I'm going to collect all my other spring um, frienders onto this, then they're also going to have photos that are totally on brand. So it's yeah. kind of like a brand shoot for everybody. Yeah, I love that. It's so smart. So good. So you know, I, I like ending each episode with like tangible tips and actual yeah. advice for everybody. And I would love for you maybe to share, you know, some advice that you have when it comes to avoiding mismatch. Like how can people avoid it? And then I would love to just talk about, you know, how they can go looking for someone to help them. Of course. So um, I think one easy tip is, you know, a lot of us are buying templates online, right, for our social or for, you know, our invoices, what have you. Um, one thing that I would recommend with that is when you're and it's totally okay to buy templates. There are amazing templates out there. If you're getting one though, try to buy one that has a lot of different layouts in there and try to stick to that for as long as you're going to stick to that particular style and kind of think of ways that you can expand on that same design by, you know, moving things around or what have you and try to make that go longer so that you don't have to keep switching templates because a template already has this sort of like brand going for it within it that if you could stick to that then you're also almost kind of using that as your new branding so if there is a template out there that you love and you kind of want to stick with that you know try to stay within the boundaries of that particular template or when you're if you're you know your eyes are too big and you want to buy multiple templates make sure to always update the font and the color so that these things can at least be consistent across the board and try to choose things that sort of share similar elements, right? So if you're kind of saying like, okay, well, botanicals are my thing, like, okay, there's a lot of different ways that botanicals can be drawn. So maybe you're like, okay, I'll 
at least stick to all these different templates, but the leaves are always, you know, not filled in. It's just the line or, you know, it's um, it has this blob look and then I'll make sure to update all the colors and the font so that it kind of looks consistent. Like those are kind of the things that you can try to um, look out for so that the graphics all look um, semi put together and that color is going to be a big one too. Yeah, I love that. And I love talking to a designer because you forget, you know, like everything matters and everything can help tell your story. You know, like even leaving the lines open or or filled, Mm -hmm. it's like such a, all these micro decisions have like a big impact. It does. And it, it all sort of contributes to the overall big feeling of it. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, too, that's hard because I feel like we don't always think about it. But mm-hmm. then our eyes are smarter than our brain where we see that there's something off. We just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the same um, experience that you're going to be giving to your ideal clients, too, when they're looking at something that doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. Yeah, the eye and the brain is it's a funny thing, especially in photography. You know, it's you have it's definitely something that you have to get you are taught and you can see and feel immediately when you've got your this perfect image and you're like, oh my god, everything is working. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah. your brain does a happy dance, and that's all those elements: the lighting, the position, the rule of thirds. You know, like the <sighs> all the things. You know, yeah, all the things. So. I love that this sort of really ties um, perfectly into that. This has been so amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much. I could chat oh to you, with you all day. <laughs> Yay! This was so much, so much fun. And you know, if you are having trouble with your seasonal brand personality, oh, funny thing, I do have a little um, freebie thing um, where you can download uh, from my website, and you could sort of see which seasonal uh, personality you might fall into, and hopefully that'll help kickstart this whole uh, journey for you guys. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that'll be linked in the show notes. Uh, Why don't we tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, and say hello online? Of course. So you can find me mostly on Instagram. It's Alette Studio, E-L-L-E-T-T-E Studio. Uh, My website is the same as well, alettestudio.com. And that free guide that I talked about too, alettestudio.com slash color. And yeah, you can come say hi. I don't I love answering questions. I love geeking out about design and all things color and everything, if you haven't noticed already. So please come and say hi. Definitely. Yeah, you guys can just swipe on up right now, click on the show notes and let Lisa know you listened to today's show and share any aha moments you had or even ask her a question or two. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. I hope to have you back on again. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a blast. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you loved today's episode. It was so much fun. And thank you, Lisa, for being here. I hope to have you back again soon. If you guys want to find out more about Lisa, get that freebie she mentioned, um, find out your own brand season, just swipe on up, click on the show notes, and let her know you listened to today's episode. Thank you for being here, and I can't wait to chat with you guys soon. Bye.